Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Joe Madden. It is Wednesday, March 23rd, 2022, here with your morning live show. Of course, we're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. Missed one show total. That was Monday. Um, I've missed a couple shows, but the show went on without me. We could have probably done that Monday, too. But um, could have. Really I was, was thinking that after. Yeah, me too. It was I it was kind of a light day, but you know, I could have actually with my flight postponed and canceled then I probably could have done it anyway. But um yeah, such is life. We we missed one. It was a light day and uh I think no harm, no foul. So I have like this overlay issue that's happening. And um not really sure how to fix it. So I have to see what it is. It's like showing this picture in picture overlay. Um, I'm just not really sure how to do it. Screen share overlay is what it is. I'm not really sure how to get rid of it, but um, let's see. But anyways, it seems to be popping up from time to time, and uh, well, we'll fix it. We'll, eventually, okay. I'll eventually I'll find it. I have a help group a group of geeks that helped me. Well, I'm seeing a new feature in YouTube this morning. Because, of course, I've got ours open on YouTube, and there's a little clip so that you can take a clip of the show and share it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, I can't wait to see what people clip. Yeah, it's, that's really interesting. It's every time I'm... Uh... Every, it's like every time I'm clicking, I don't know if you guys can see it on YouTube or not. Can you not see it? No, oh, not right. see it. All right, so then maybe <laughs> it's not as big of a problem as I think. Yeah, but I can clip 15 seconds, which would have been handy yesterday when Chris Ruffalo told us his uh, three things in life that you have to, three rules of life. Well, I think it's something that we will use pretty often, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, that's cool. That is. It's really a cool. feature for everyone. Yeah, we will be using that plenty um, on our other social media channels. Absolutely. But uh, how are you doing this morning, Joe? Good. I feel like I'm hugging my coffee this morning. I had to drive my daughter, of course, to school, and it was a little nippy out. So the coffee is always nice and warm in the hands after that. Yeah, I'm still, uh, I am just not, this time change has really got me this time. And uh, traveling in between certainly didn't help but it's not it's not that it's just the time change in general um that got me i think it's part of a little bit of everything yeah yeah that's um that's hard to do that time change and then go to vegas and be i don't even know it's an hour behind me so confusing yeah it's three hours three hours from us and um the it's it like I said it it's not even that it's not the three hours in Vegas because I never change my watch or anything, it's just in general the time change got me. Yeah. Like, I was up this morning like I had I woke up and I look at the clock. I don't set the alarm or anything, so oh wow, I, I would at, never make the show if I didn't, Mitch. It's I I looked <laughs> at the clock. It was one twenty three. I remember because it was okay. one two three, and uh, you know I went back to bed and then I woke up. It was four fifteen. But the okay. clock's a little bit ahead. So, yeah. you know, it's okay. I think it was fine doing the seven free picks at that time. And then we do this show. And then I'll probably go walk Sam. And then when I come back, I'll do the betting tool show. And, uh, you know, we'll do this way. 
for a little yeah. while. I th- I think the betting tool show is going to be wildly popular, like the seven free picks. I think that uh, showing people how to use the betting tools again is is just so important. I think that while I was doing it, and the only reason I stopped is I went on I went away, you know. So it yeah. was uh, you know, I, it's the only reason I stopped. It's just easier here in the studio because I have multiple screens and I have all different sorts. I don't, I'm not that technologically, you know, I'm not a tech guru but if i set it up and get it to work once i can do it you know over and over again but it's like i can't like just do it on the fly um everywhere but uh the betting tools with that um orlando magic yesterday at plus 245 on the seven free picks in just five minutes i was glad i did the show Uh, someone called me out you know you're not doing it anymore because i missed you know because it wasn't out on time yesterday i was gonna actually not even do it yesterday but um you know i ended up doing it anyway we hit that magic plus 245 the guy who wrote that actually sent me two emails apologizing oh good you know which is nice but still it's like you know i think people say stuff when they don't realize how it comes across because you can't ever say something um with inflection i guess right when you t- tone when you type it, right there's no right? tone but the whole but the other part of it is is that yeah if you phrase it in the form of a definitive statement as opposed to a question you know um yeah. you know and, and also make an assumption in there in between it it's 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 <laughs> it can almost be offensive yeah you know oh absolutely it can almost be offensive and depending on how you take it and everyone knows i i always take it offensive <laughs> i could dish it out i can't take it everyone knows that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it's you know well, you look at the body of like all the all the comments right and that's where it sometimes comes from too right oh it's, it's not just that one person wrote this one comment it's the uh, endless people but it's uh you're gonna make a new t-shirt because of it so i love it yep i'm excited about the new shirt but our oh t-shirt guy is actually so our t-shirt guy actually has is with a pretty, not like, it's not like with the, why does he keep doing this? I just don't, just, oh, I see what it's doing. All right, so it's just this window. I just need to move it. Um, so our t-shirt guy, the guy who does our shirts and hats and everything, it's actually the guy that I had that beef with. You know, I had a beef with him. So the, right. it, the backstory on the him is that he was a customer of ours. I had a bad day. He called me out in the comments of a live show. I showed his family and kids and wife on on our on my live show saying, let's see how miserable this guy's life is. And, you know, it ended up he apologized. I apologized. Yeah. I, like, went over the line. You know, I know that. And I apologized to him. And, you know, that's what men do, right? If, like, if, you're, yeah. if you make a mistake, I don't – I always – hit i'm you know i'm the person that needs the minute delay on my email i always hit send first i always act for thing and a lot of times so it's like i do things sometimes that i regret not always you know it's a lot of things that people <laughs> apologize for me for yeah. i'm not sorry you know but um you know but uh this um you know um you know i was i think i just gone a little I jumped maybe a little too much. And, you know, he, he said the same thing. He was like, you know, my comment was way out of line. So we went online and then we squashed it on live on the air, which everybody accepted except Joe Thibault, right? Except oh. he still holds the grudge about that, right? <laughs> it's like years later and squashed. And we actually work together now. And But, but, he, but for him, it's not okay, right? You know, it's like, it's ridiculous. But anyways, um, so... 
cut the long story short, it ends up he's he he's with like a pretty famous band. Not like they're not like the Rolling Stones or someone like that, but they're they're national. The band that tours internationally, like you know, nice. and, and plays you know reasonably sized venues. Um, and so that's how he knows all about the merchandise. So he's yeah. like, I can handle your merchandise for you. So that's why we have the hoodies and all that. And we have the new shirts coming out. So I told him the idea for the shirt. He loves it, but it, the band's in Iceland. So he'll be back next week. Okay, awesome. Yeah. He's stoked. I'm stoked. He said it was like the Northern Lights were going on or something. I don't know. Oh, wow. Yeah. Beautiful. Jealous. Yeah. Should have played guitar. I, I did. That's the problem is I did. I'm the worst guitar player yeah. ever. Ever. People are like, don't worry, you'll pick it up. You know how long you've been playing? Like, I don't know, 50 years or something. <laughs> I have to say, bitch, I was like, I was so shocked with what I heard yesterday on TV. There was, um, I was watching one of the sports channels. It rolled over. They were still talking sports, but then they started listing off the worst overrated bands, and they included Nirvana. And Metallica in there, I was like, what the heck am I hearing on TV right now? It was uh, unbelievable. So I would say, so here's my take on Nirvana. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm in, but I understand both arguments there. I've heard this before. So I'm in, okay. I'm in, I'm in for both arguments. I don't think that they're overrated in the, in the quality of the music and what they put forth. I think that the body of work is thin because Kurt Cobain, you know, passed away before they could really, you know, lay major groundwork like the stones the beatles the you know the the who the the big the big guys led zeppelin Absolutely. right you know they didn't, weren't able to do that but they created a sound that was uniquely their own and also started a music movement yeah. and that um in itself makes them not overrated in that regard but as far as their own work that they put out it's just limited it's not it's not that it's overrated for what they put for what's out there it's just it's limited that is true it is limited it's limited sure. it's limited but yeah. um i would say that um that nevermind album um is one of the greatest albums of all time oh absolutely it is yeah. and uh, you guys know i'm i love my stuff so it's like you know you know it's up there you know smells like teen spirit yeah. is one of the, the greatest rock songs ever and, oh for sure um you know and and uh, just a lot of great songs on that album, you know. Yeah. Come as you are, it's just. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, who doesn't? Right? Who yeah. doesn't? Yeah. Well, yeah, I was thinking of you when I was listening to what they were saying. I was like, "Okay, you guys better get back to talking sports because this is ridiculous right now." Yeah, Metallica. Like they had no musical. Yeah. Metallica has carried um, heavy metal from generation to generation. And done it with, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't even understand it. So Metallica um, started like in the 1980s. It's 2022. They're still rocking the roof off of buildings and not like, you know, oh, a bunch of old guys playing some old tunes either. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, you got to be kidding me. You know, you got to be kidding me. It's like those guys Absolutely. are, uh, you know, Google, uh, enter Sandman, find the live version that they did in Russia from like when they still had the long hair and everything. And I'll tell you what, in there's Russia? not a, yeah, it's, it's on YouTube. It is 
Enter Sandman live. Russia. Let me see what it says. Yeah. Metallica Enter Sandman 1991 live in Moscow. And there's no better. Well, there's, I'm just going to say it's one of the best rock things you've ever seen. It's like the crowd is going. I mean, there's got to be 200,000 people there. It is craziness. And it's like this is before, you know, everything happened over there. So it was like, you know, they're playing to like people in military uniforms and stuff. Yeah. It's craziness. That would have been. Anyways, we do have been. sports going on. You know, there's been a lot of trades and a lot of free agency signings. I know I definitely want to get to picks. Um, but, um, you know, there's, there's, there is a ton of free agent signings going on in the NFL. The free agent thing that happens that seems to be happening, the, the trend over the last few years is that they sign these guys to these massive contracts. The back, there's a signing bonus on these contracts, and then they come out to these gigantic numbers, and the back end is not guaranteed money or something. And then they either cut or trade these guys after a year or two. Of, yeah. of you know them filling the void on the team, and that's why we're seeing Von Miller you know traded three times in one or moving going to three teams in one year. Yeah, absolutely crazy. You know he's still yeah. he's obviously still contributing. You know he's still a, a, a you know one of the best in the game, and now he's on the Bills, right? So he went from yeah. the from the Broncos to the Rams to the Bills all in one stretch. We saw Odell Beckham Jr. You know Browns. Rams, and now we don't know where he's going to be. He'll probably be back with the Rams. You know, Matt Ryan is traded. You know that I think that I think was for both involved one of the best things that could have happened to them. Matt Ryan really needed a change of scenery. He's a lot better quarterback than what we've seen from him. He's way better than Matthew Stafford. Way better. Oh, he's yeah. way better. And um, you know, he was stuck in Atlanta where they just could never had the defense. You know, over the middle for him. You know, and. Um, I think in Indy, he's going to be great. I do. I, I don't think they're going to get a lot of time out of him because all those years in Atlanta, maybe two, three years uh, max. But um, I think they're going to be good ones. Absolutely. It's just strengthened them so much. The thing about Matt, uh, about Ryan, the issue has always been that massive contract that he has. Yeah. You know, it is ridiculously, you know, massive. And, um, you know, just a lot of uh, a lot of other guys being signed. You know, Jimmy G isn't though. What's happening with him? I don't know, Joe. You have, to, him, it doesn't seem you have to give him a call and find out. <laughs> He's got uh, so Jimmy G. And who's the other? There's another quarterback that's still out there too. There's two: Jimmy G. and uh, forget the other one. I'm drawing a blank. Oh, it's um. Oh gosh. Who else is who else is left that can move? Jimmy G and oh man, if you guys know, I'm drawing a complete blank. Who it is? Yeah, it's Jimmy G and someone else. There's two of them. Oh yeah, Baker Mayfield. Oh, that, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> who cares about where Baker Mayfield goes? No one needs him. Really? I don't know. I think if you put him in the right spot with the right. Do you? Yeah, I do. And take Jimmy G any day over Baker Mayfield. I would I would take Baker Mayfield over Jimmy G in the San Francisco system. I think if they traded those guys straight oh. up, it would have been a good good thing for both. I think ba Baker Mayfield, if he could get into that shorter passing game that they do like in the West Coast offense, that he would yeah, be a lot more true. effective. Get rid of the ball fast. 
as opposed to what he does yeah. hold on to it forever forever yeah it's like his it's his toy he doesn't want to give it up <laughs> but we've got uh nba going on today we do we had you know some pretty good college hoops yesterday all those games were tight yeah great games but uh, we go Clippers to, did be bad in the NBA yesterday. Wow. I see a lot of people got burned on the Clippers. Damn Clippers. It's the story of that organization. <laughs> we got the Hornets taking on the Knicks. The Knicks, uh, they had no answers for Trey Young. They led that whole game. And uh, Trey Young just, I mean, they just could not guard him. I think he had 40-something points. It's craziness. Yeah. That game was on TV on... Uh, Forget what channel it was on, but it was on. It was on TV. I, okay. I saw it. Um, Detroit against Atlanta. Got uh, Indianapolis, Indiana Pacers up against the Kings. Kings on that one of those uh, heater losing streaks, and then the Boston <laughs> Celtics against the Utah Jazz in a really interesting one. Uh, they have, uh, you know, this is playoff implications. For both these teams. So uh, what do you think of these, Joe? Oh, man. That uh, Boston Celtics-Utah Jazz game is going to be great. I think we go under the number in that one. I think both defenses really tighten up. I think they utilize all the clock time. I think this is just going to be a battle. So give me the under in that. I'm going to lean on the Pacers as well to um, come out get a nice win over the Sacramento Kings. The Kings are just playing so terrible at the moment. I know six points is a lot. For this Pacers team that really hasn't been dominating anyone, but I think they can get it here. And then give me the Detroit Pistons plus the points. I think it's too many for Atlanta to cover. I know they have had some great games, but you're giving me Detroit at home plus five. They're 19 and 16 against the spread at home this season. And then the Knicks. I hate betting the Knicks, but give me them plus the seven points. I think it's too many. We've seen the Knicks team turn around, be able to start covering these spreads, and they're 19 and 17 now on the road against that spread. So that's what I like in those four. What about you, Mitch? I like the um, I like the Pacers also. I know the betting tools like the other side of that one, so laying off. I think that uh, – let's see, get back to these games. I like the Knicks to bounce back here against the Hornets. I think that they at least cover. And uh, I think the Jazz at least cover against the Celtics. I don't I don't know if they win or not. But I think they cover. I think the Celtics probably win and the Jazz probably cover. Tight game type thing. Yeah. We got the Heat and the Warriors. Memphis Grizzlies taking on the Brooklyn Nets. No John Morant in that one. So... Beat you guys to it. <laughs> no John Morant. Uh, it's like, Who, Mitch? Who's not playing? <laughs> so, the, why do you get so mad in the YouTube comments when people talk about the injuries? Because yeah. we have the best injury report there is on our website. So, Absolutely. all you got to do is look there. We're not a news site. Right? We're not a news site. That's yeah. one thing that we're not. We're not a news site. There's guys. And why are we a news site? We don't do recaps of games. Why don't we do these things? People, you know, people write me, I want to do recaps of games and stuff. I'm like, we don't do that. Well, why don't you do that? Why don't you cover news on the site? Because there are some sites out there, okay, 
And they usually have three letters or four letters, you know, to describe them <laughs> that are way better at it than we could ever possibly be. And you know what? I like those sites and those are the ones that I read for that stuff. I respect yeah. those guys in that regard. I don't necessarily respect their opinion on everything. I find that they're, you know, they, they say things just to say things without any real substance or meaning or feeling behind it. Um, I find Dan Orlovsky to be the worst at that. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, they're just better at it than us. They have access Absolutely. to the players. They have people at the games. Yeah. They could, there's no way we could possibly recap and get those interviews and, and to find out what the hell were you thinking, you know, like the questions we would ask. But they don't always ask those questions, you know. Someday I'll have to tell you guys. So my friend's sister used to work for Showtime. Oh, cool. So we used to get press passes for all the boxing yeah. fights. And um, so we would get to go to the press conference after the fights. And um, if you're at the conference itself, you're allowed to ask questions. Like you can just act like you're a member of the press and just ask questions. Oh, we asked some questions. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, we asked a <laughs> lot of questions. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I've, and other events too, you know. Yeah. Asked a lot of questions. A lot, a lot, a lot of questions. It'd be fun. Oh, it was fun. We had fun with it. What was your favorite question to ask? Of this, I mean. Did you do that? What were you thinking? <laughs> I asked, um, I asked Sugar Ray Leonard if, if he regretted getting in the ring with Terry Norris that night in Madison Square Garden. I said, wow. any regrets, you know, about doing this? He said, I probably could have cut it one fight short. I probably could have done it one fight less. <laughs> he got just, wow. he was just a shell of himself that night. Terry Norris just, just absolutely cracked him. Um, if it was something like that. I asked him something like, you know, do you think, yeah. you know, you think you went one, two, one fight too many. I th and I think he said, he goes, if I was going to do a farewell fight or whatever, maybe I should have just picked a lesser opponent and done one for the fans. And, you know, he's like, he goes, but I went out against one of the best and, you know, and he showed that. So it was, yeah. you know, he was classy with it, you know. But it got, he got beat. He was a beaten up mess. Oh, I bet he was. Well, it's like one sure. of my idols, you know, Sugar Ray Leonard. Yeah. It's like he was wearing the sunglasses after the fight. You know, he was beaten to a pulp. <laughs> that hurt. God, what a hard profession. Uh, the boxers are always super polite. Okay. I didn't know that. Oh, usually. I haven't met any boxers. Most of them are like the most mild-mannered, nicest people you'll ever met. Okay. We'll have to have my friend Rob Peters on someday. For sure. And, and see if he'll, he can bring some fighters on with him. He yeah, is, absolutely. Uh, he is, um, Rob knows everybody. You know, he works at the wild card gym with Freddie Roach. He was Manny Pacquiao's wow. bodyguard for the bulk of his career. So he That's knows. Cool. Yeah. It's how I've been to so many fights. Rob, Rob got, Rob and Freddie gave us the tickets. 
Freddie is from Boston. Rob is from Boston. I met Rob in college. Best Rob Peters story. Big guy. Work, he's working at Who's on First. It used to be a, yeah. this, this bar across the street from Fenway Park called Who's on First. And they used to have these great happy hours. And they, I think happy hours, I don't know if they're legal again, but when I was in Boston, after after like my freshman year of college, they made happy hours illegal. They were so good. Um, they did. <laughs> so th- what they did is they divided the room into three sections and did the song Joy to the World. You know, Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Yeah. And they divided the three sections and whichever section sang their piece the best. Got 28 free pitchers of beer. And um, wow. yeah. That just oh, sang your heart out. Oh, it was craziness. So <laughs> some guy, you know, people would just be wasted. And some guy... I could see across the thing and, um, so, you know, there's always something going on. Some guy like the bouncers, they had to wear ties and I could see the guy reaching over to grab Rob's tie to hit him because oh, he no. said something to him. It's because he's going to pull the tie, you know, and hit him. It's a, it's a good move. Right. But yeah. the problem is, is that, see, I knew because Rob had told me this, that he had, that they had to, that the bouncers at who's on first all were clip-ons. So they were not, <laughs> they were, so they were not able to, you know, yeah. they were not susceptible to the move. So the guy goes to grab the tie and he stands with his hand like this. It's just like, you can see him mouthing. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, it was like, not good. Not well, good. I'm surprised you didn't fall backwards. You'd think with like when you're going to grab a tie and like, it, you're going to use a lot of force. It would have been hilarious if you went flying back. I've never met Floyd Mayweather. The the thing about Floyd Mayweather, I've been like as close as for me to this camera to him, but I've never actually like met him and had conversations with him. I've I've met like his people, but I've never met him directly. One yeah. thing you have to know about Floyd Mayweather is that while you see him on all of these things or whatever, and what they don't show is that he has bodyguards that are like six foot ten, wow, four hundred fifty pounds, and he's got like a yeah. bunch of them, a bunch. He's not a big guy, you know. I don't, yeah. I don't think he's, I don't think he's like taller than five five. Well, it's it's got to be hard to be those guys because you hear Tyson's story of people just wanting to fight him because, right. You know, walking down the street that he's had people just go at him because they wanted to say they fought Tyson. Floyd Mayweather is 5'8 and 150 pounds. He's not a big guy. Wow. He doesn't even look. I didn't realize he w- he was only 5'8. Yeah, he's he's a welterweight. That's right. I just, yeah, didn't yeah. click. Yeah. Right? Because you see him and he looks jacked. Yeah, most of the fighters. That's the other thing when you when you see the fighters. Cause, so at, at a lot of the arenas like MGM Grand in uh, in Vegas, Everybody goes in the same way and everybody goes out the same way. So like yeah. all, all those people, the celebrities and everything that you see at the fights and everything, they're all coming through the doors with you. So it's like yeah. you're always amazed like, oh, it's this fighter, it's this fighter, it's this fighter. And there's these tiny little guys, most of them. It's like, wow. yeah, really cool. It's like you just, ne- you just, you know, you don't think of it that way. But then when you hear it's yeah. like you know, a, 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 a cruiserweight, is 185 pounds a heavyweight is 210 pounds so that's a heavyweight you know so think about all those weight divisions below so most of the guys have to be short but a lot you know there's some tall guys that are considered tall for their weight division but like like manny pacquiao started at 108 pounds that's what makes him the greatest of all time 
is that he started at 108 pounds. He was a flyweight. He won wow. the welterweight world championship, the super welterweight like world championship. It's like, what's that? Is that what, 140 he went up to? He went up to 154. 154, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He won all the titles in all the divisions all the way up. That's... Oh, it's, it's, it will never be done again. Yeah, John, uh, John Bones Jones, like those guys. But the thing about John Bones Jones, you would think that he would be really big because his brothers are really big. Chandler Jones is a big guy, yeah. you know. Just signed a new contract, Raiders, right? Yeah. Speaking of free agency. Yeah. Speaking of the NBA, big guys. <laughs> Got, uh, okay, we're on to the next four. Then there's, always the, mark, then there's always the opposite. Then it's the opposite. Like when you meet the NBA point guards, they're always like yeah. super tall. You know, <laughs> it's like they look like these tiny little guys on the court, like Trey Young, right? But they're actually like really tall, you know? It's like. Because they're, uh, they're always standing next to guys that are like seven feet, right? So they always look like yeah. they're not. And then you meet them, they're like, man, that guy's really tall. It's like, yeah, he's a professional basketball player. Yeah, yeah. Floyd Mayweather measures 5'8 on here, but you're right. He's 5'5 five, five tops. Like, he's, you know, that's his that's his measured weight, you know, that he goes out and yeah. so out. He's not that tall. You know, he's not. <laughs> got lifts when he oh he, he no he'd, he'd knock you out cold he doesn't need <laughs> oh, no, he doesn't yeah, need, he, he doesn't need to to do that yeah. but it's like you know they they always up the measurements to oh, you know okay. make them you know that. to make them seem like they're bigger than they are they do it in the same thing in football you know it's like the, they're always they round up yeah oh for sure seems like a guy thing rounding yeah. up i mean a five eight <laughs> welterweight compared to a five five <laughs> welterweight it's, you know it's, it's definitely different and it's miami heat Against the Warriors, we got the Grizzlies against the Nets. We got the Timberwolves and the Suns. Thunder Buddies for life, playing the Magic, who are on the back to back. Yeah, interesting four games here, Mitch. I think I'm going to take the over between the Nets and the Grizzlies. Both these teams play at that faster pace and have trended to that over in Memphis, going four and one in their last five to that over. The Nets also 13, six and one in their last 20 to the over. And the Grizz as an underdog are five and one in their last six games to that over. And then I think I think the Heat finally have to cover a spread here. Going to take them laying the points against the Golden State Warriors. The Warriors are only one and six against the spread in the last seven meetings. I know the Heat have not been covering as of late, but I think they turn it around. They are ten and three against the spread in their last thirteen games versus teams with winning records above six hundred. So I'm looking for them to show up tonight and not do me dirty again. Mike Tyson, five foot ten. 5'10"? I don't think he's that tall either. I've met no, him. No, I think he's about 5'8". Yeah. He'd be the yeah. guy's twice his height. Oh, he's just a monster. Yep. I've seen him live a few times. It was scary when he was good. Yeah. I like the Thunder Buddies. Here against the Magic. Magic on the back-to-back. -back. Thunder, just straight money. Um, once again, going through a nice cover streak. Stick with them. I don't know. I'm torn on this on this Warriors-Heat game. I think it could be one of those games that the Heat win, the Warriors cover type thing. But I, th I could see... Uh, Javonta Davis, I believe, is a lighter weight division. 
than um, than Welter. Javante Davis is, but Javante Davis has way better tats than uh, than Floyd. <laughs> Does he? Oh man! Okay, I'm gonna have to Google. He's got like he's so tatted up. What would we do without Google? I don't even know. Javante Davis lists at five five, which means he's five three five four. Canelo Alvarez lists at five nine, but he's not either. No way. Because when you saw him next to Floyd, um, he wasn't so big. Davis, they say, is probably 5'2". Oh, his shoulder tattoo is beautiful. You're right, he does have nice tattoos. Yeah, he's got he's got good tats. He's just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever said the word tats. I don't know why. No? <laughs> just doesn't roll off my tongue. He's one of those guys, it's, it's never done. You know, it's always getting bigger and bigger every fight. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it went like, the, he had like the tat here, then it, he had the rose in the middle. Yeah. Just it kept expanding. Yeah, now it's all the way up his neck. Oh, yeah. And then so. Yeah. Yeah. Any think, tattoos for you, Mitch? No, I have none. How about you? <laughs> No, and I've always wanted one, but I got my ear pierced up here about uh, two months ago, and I fainted like a baby, so I don't think I can handle a tattoo. Oh, man. Was was your daughter with you? <laughs> yeah. And she didn't film that? <laughs> she didn't. She said I grunted and, like, threw my arms up and fell. <laughs> not good. So glad she didn't have a filming. Right after she got it, we got matching piercings. So, because I wouldn't let her get a tattoo. She was like, hey, can we get matching piercings up? So I don't think there's tattoos in uh, in my future. All right. So then I guess we got those last three, Mitch. Got the... Mavericks against the Rockets, no Luca. Got the Lakers against the there I said it. Got the Lakers against the Sixers and the Blazers against the Spurs. Yeah, I'm not in love with these three games. I'd go with um Dallas if I had to. I can't trust Houston, even though it's a lot of points there. And then I'm gonna fade the Lakers because the Lakers always do me bad and um they haven't been covering much at all in their last Ten games only covered four of those. I know the 76ers haven't done well either, only covering three in their last ten, but I think they get this on the road here. Give me the 76ers plus or laying the eight points. Yeah, the Spurs and the uh, Spurs and the Blazers, we got a three and a half point line move in this game. Got a lot of players out here for the for the Blazers, of course. Just, I don't know. We're at that time of the season where guys are going to pack it in if the team doesn't have a chance. Yeah, I like the Rockets there against the Mavs. They just co- they usually cover as dogs versus the Mavs. And yeah, I guess they do. They've actually done really well in Dallas in their last nine. The Lakers have actually been a lot. The uh, Sixers have actually been a lot better road team than home team. Yeah. So it's a lean to them. Got college hoops today. Four games. Wilmington with a big win yesterday. Um, 
playing today against Middle Tennessee. We've got Texas A&M and Wake Forest. We saw the SEC go down yesterday in Cincinnati to Xavier, but uh, or we saw but Vandy covering the spread in that thing by a half yeah. a point. That was gruesome. Um, I had Xavier, and I gotta say, I've lost the games a lot of different ways. But Scotty Pippen Jr. missing the rim on a free throw at the end of the game, missing everything, um, isn't one of them. Well, now it is. The best That's free throw, the man. best free throw shooter in the nation. You know, he was you. You want to miss on purpose, but you don't want to miss everything. Yeah, and that's what he did. So ended up Xavier ended up having the inbound pass with one second left. Got uh, BYU against Washington State and Fresno State against Youngstown State. That should be a that, beauty. That's so many points, Mitch. There's no way I can take Fresno. State to cover that many points. See, wow, only three and seven against the spread. Their last ten. I can't believe Fresno yeah. is only um, is seventeen, fourteen, and one against the number. I would think they were much worse than that. I'm going to guess mm-hmm. in their last ten games or so, they're way worse. Yeah, they are three and seven against the number in their last ten. Yeah, the started Pen- off stronger. Youngstown State, the Penguins. Uh, it's just it's a tough one. I like Wake Forest. Stay off. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, is it a stay off for you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not, yeah. I don't like any of these. But if any of them, I like Wake Forest against uh, Texas A&M. I just think, uh, I, once again, the SEC, you know, not holding up. I backed them all season long. But, you know, what we've seen in March has been pretty ugly for this conference. When they go out of conference, they've been getting killed. I mean, they're just lucky they're not playing St. Peter's after what they did to Kentucky. Yeah. Um, for me, I think I'm going to lean on Middle Tennessee State laying the points there. I think what we've seen out of Williamton, um, Williamton I don't know why I always struggle to say that. Wilmington. Play- Wilmington. 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 I, I want to say Williamston. All I have to do is look at no all I have to do is look at any major hurricane that misses Florida. And you'll see Wilmington. That's where it always hits. No, it always hits oh, either that Gulf Coast of Louisiana or it goes yeah. the other way and hits like that Wilmington, North Carolina area. Okay. It depends which way it's going, you know, but it's like it either yeah. hits Louisiana or Wilmington. It's like those are the places when it misses Florida where it hits. <laughs> Wilmington. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, I think they've been playing great, but I think Middle Tennessee State's just going to come out stronger in this one and get the cover here. They've been strong for us all year, and in their last 10, they're 8-2 and two against the spread, and they've really played well against um, teams with winning records, going 6-0 and oh against the spread their last six versus teams with winning records above 600. So I think um, Williamton has just played so many games in the last five days, and I think they're going to be a little tired in this one. I like Wilmington in this one against uh, Middle Tennessee. I just think what we've seen from them in this tournament, um, they want it. So you got it. Nothing's going to stop them. Certainly not Middle Tennessee. Um, Those really are the two that I like there. Maybe a lean to Washington State against BYU. Yeah. Seems like a lot of points. Seems like it should be a really good game. Two Pac-12 teams left in the NCAA tournament. Um one West Coast Conference, 
Boy, a lot of coaching moves in college basketball. They're on the move. Is there? Oh, I yeah. haven't seen any. Oh, they're on I the move. Looked. Okay. Yeah, the guy from San Francisco took the Florida job. Oh wow. Okay. Yep. Um, New Mexico State went to Mississippi State. So you know it happens every year. These small these these programs where the guy does well in the NCAA tournament, you know, gets some notoriety. They usually will move to one of the big conferences. Uh, that's how Dan Munson ended up leaving Gonzaga, which you know it it's it there's it's a two way thing, you know. It's like, and I think someone got LSU. I can't remember who that is. One of these guys also got LSU job. Um, okay. But I just think that um, you know this. It's just one of those things where it's like, is the grass really greener? You know, I guess it depends on where you're at. You know. Because, you know, we see stories like Dan Munson leaving Gonzaga, you know, to go to Minnesota. And then, you know, you see other stories where the guys go and it you know, ends up being, you know, a good thing when Rick Pitino left Providence. Yeah. You know, wasn't, you know, didn't kill him. I guess they want the challenge. You know, I'm not really sure. Or, you know, they're offered a lot of money to do it. But, you know, at a lot of these other schools, like they could be there forever if they want to be. Now it's the Ed Cooley thing, you know, that we'll see. Oh, absolutely. Because Louisville, I don't believe, has still named a coach. Okay. It's interesting. Was that where uh, Deshaun Tate was talking about he'd like to see him go? Um, yeah, that is what that is what he yeah. said. I don't think it's going to happen, but we'll see. Yeah, we will. All right. Well, that leads us to our parlay section. Um, I don't know how my parlay did yesterday. It, was, it, it might have hit. Um. Yeah, I need to go back and check mine too, Mitch. I'm laughing because I got this notebook. Um, you see how thick it is? When yes. We, when I started just like... Um, February. We start February. We're halfway through March. That's how many notes I've made. And I'm a computer note taker too, but that's like from all of our shows sitting here and bookmarking them and then like random notes on uh, stuff that you said. It's just crazy. Need a new notebook. So today it's like this little little one here of um, timestamps. How's the NHL, how's NHL look today? Oh, only four games in the NHL. So not much meat on the bone there. Some huge favorites again, but pretty Should excited for it. Puck and short show. Yeah, it will be a puck and short show. Somehow we always seem to stretch it out to the full 30 minutes, even when there's only four games. So just go a little bit more in depth into them. So And utilizing those betting tools, you guys, um, for the first periods and everything like that. So make sure you come check it out with me. Okay. Parlay time. Kenny Payne. Kenny Payne? Louisville. Okay. Assistant head coach at Kentucky.
Okay, for my parlay, I'm going to... I lost Arizona on the bank tool, so I hit everything but that on my parlay. Everything but Arizona. Yeah. Like the coyotes? Yeah. Damn coyotes. <laughs> they did me dirty yesterday, too. How could they lose to the frickin' Seattle Kraken? That's just, you know, coyotes at home, I was just... That was one of my um, swearing at the TV games last night. Smoking cracking. <laughs> you know, I I sometimes wonder. People are like, do you talk to yourself? I'm like, oh, I talk to the TV a lot. That's for sure. Okay. I'm going to take the Pacers laying the points. I'm going to take the under between the Knicks and the Hornets. And then... Give me the heat laying the points. I think they have to finally get a cover here. For me, I'm going to go to, uh, I'm going to do what I do. That is, I'm going to go to sportshopplace.com. And use the parlay calculator. And let's see, this is Thursday, so we got to change that. Wednesday, this one is Thursday. There we go. All right. Got the Sixers minus seven and a half. The Memphis Grizzlies on the money line. Whoa. Memphis Grizzlies on the money line. We got the Kings Pacers over 235 and the Pistons plus five. Ten bucks play pays one forty five sixty nine. So fourteen and a half times your money, right there from the betting tools. So that's my parlay for today. Gotta love the parlay builder; just makes it super easy. And I gotta say, at least it has substance behind the picks. And uh, I mean, it's a parlay, basically lottery ticket anyway. But you can go up to, I don't know. I think I I've had it up to nine. Nice. But I think it goes higher. Even. Goes to 10. Does it go to 10? Yep. We're going to have a new, um, there's a new parlay tool coming out. So I will, of course, update you guys when that happens. But it's I'll know tonight when the next set of tools is coming out. And I can tell you what they are, but I don't know when they're coming out. They might be coming out tonight. I don't know. But um, new parlay tool including player props, new player prop menu and player props. So as many player props as we have right now, um, we probably have, I think each page max is like 40 or something. We're going to okay. probably go to about 4,000 player props a day. And then we're going to go, we have um, the live betting tools, which are ridiculous, unfair to the books. <laughs> exactly how we like them anyways you guys are gonna love them but um, oh, i'm excited yeah i have for my sure. meetings on wednesday nights with these guys every other wednesday so i will have updates for you guys tomorrow so what's coming out at least the stuff that i can say it's coming out yeah the beauty of the betting tools is that like for things like this i can freely say what's coming out because there's no way anyone could copy this <laughs> it's like they, they, these guys, there's, they, they're not good enough none of those other sites are even remotely close some of the stuff that they come out with is so amateur it's like it's not even funny but I guess people fall for it you know I guess people fall for it 
So it must work. Yeah. Oh, it does. People fall for a lot, though. They do. Right? Do. Why are you calling me? Why are you texting me? It's like I never call or text anybody. So <laughs> that's that's somebody else. It's like you signed up for something. Oh, man. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining us. Make it a winning day. We appreciate each and every one of you. Aloha. Make it a Bye, winner. Bye, guys.